The Nets add another star. We're talking Knicks and Nets. NBA trade deadline coming up. What's up and thank you for listening to episode three of the New York Sports Beat Podcast. My name is Rich Piazza. You can find me on Twitter at Rich P Fantasy. You can find the show at Sports Beat NY. And today we are going to talk a little bit about Knicks and Nets and the NBA trade deadline that came and went. If you missed the first two episodes of this new podcast, go check them out. Please subscribe on your local podcasting app. We talked about the Giants in episode one, the New York Jets in episode two. There will be more on both coming up, that is for sure. But today we're focusing a little bit on basketball. And as I mentioned, the NBA trade deadline is over. It passed. Neither team made any move of significance. We know the Nets, well... They really didn't have much to do, and they really couldn't do much moving forward, having already acquired James Harden and Blake Griffin earlier in the season, and I just mentioned in the opening there that they also just signed LaMarcus Aldridge, who was bought out by the Spurs, so there really wasn't much for them to do. They were strapped up as far as cap goes anyway, and now they just need to stay healthy, need to ride their big men into the playoffs and most likely the NBA championship, or at least the Eastern Conference Finals. Anything else? Well, I think it's safe to say anything other than a championship is a disappointment. It would be a colossal failure if this Nets team does not win the NBA championship. And that's nothing against any other team, against the Lakers or anything like that. But this Nets team is built and made for just that. So we'll see how it goes with them. But that is, that's the truth. It's really an NBA championship or a bust. That's how the season is going to be looked at from the Nets and from the Nets fans' point of view. Now, it would be nice if we could actually see all three of Harden, Durant, and Kyrie on the court at the same time. Durant never plays. Kyrie is, he's taking another vacation. And maybe that's not fair to say. He left the team for a few days to attend a personal matter. And I have no idea what that matter is. Maybe it is something that's significant and requires his attention. But when you already left your team without notice, For an extended period of time beforehand, you just don't get the benefit of the doubt. You just don't. He hates the media. He doesn't want to talk to anyone. Well, by doing that, he's going to leave it up to the media to speculate on why you aren't there. And if he doesn't like it, well, it's too bad. He made his own bed. Now he's got to sleep in it. But... There's really not much else we can say about the Nets. So it's cruise control for right now, and they have to win a championship. And that's really all there is to say about the new Brooklyn Nets, I should say. I almost said New York, almost said New Jersey, about the Brooklyn Nets um, for the rest of the season. 
That's really what it comes down to. So, cruise control for them, but now we look at the other side and we look at the Knicks. And there was a lot of speculation leading up to the deadline that the Knicks were involved in potential deals or potential deals that they could make. We heard Lonzo Ball didn't happen. Um, I'm actually a little glad in the fact that Lonzo wasn't traded here. He's going to be a restricted free agent at the end of the season. And by most indications, he won't be back with New Orleans. So maybe it's a sign and trade or whatever, but many already believe that he is going to be a Nick next year without having to give anybody up. So it doesn't make sense to trade for him, especially when you hear what the price was going to be, which was, I believe, a, a couple first-round picks and uh, maybe Mitchell Robinson, another player. More Mitchell Robinson a little bit, by the way. Um, and somebody else, or maybe a couple other players. So it made sense not to. It made sense to not pay that price, and, and you can probably get him as a free agent. Um, in the summer then you heard Kyle Lowry didn't happen Andre Drummond didn't happen more on him in a minute as well none of it happened the one team that could absorb a contract without really unloading anyone didn't pull the trigger on anybody and I think I think I'm glad about it I'm, gl I'm glad that they didn't now they were part of a three-team trade that sent Austin Rivers to OKC and they got back Terrence Ferguson nothing impactful and center Vincent Poirier, if I'm even saying that correctly. He's expected to be waived if he hasn't already been. And we could spend an entire show on whether or not they should or shouldn't have made a move at the deadline. And that's a whole, again, that's a whole conversation that we could have, but I'm not getting into that, all that right now. This is a fun team to watch. This is a fun team to watch. They're a 500 club. They had social media blowing up with a win against the Wizards during the week. And that's saying something. And this isn't the time for the conversation who's sending around whose city this is, right? When talking about the Knicks and Nets, it, it, it's a silly conversation. In fact, it shouldn't even be a conversation. Anybody that lives in this city knows exactly the answer to that question. Or at least you should. But back to what I was saying. For the first time in a very long time, you could sit down with a beer and watch a Knicks game and be proud and, more importantly, entertained by this team. Even when they lose, they usually don't go down without a fight. Is this team a championship team? Absolutely not. But they are trending in the right direction. Young players, draft picks. Julius Randle has become the star many thought he was going to be when the Lakers made him the seventh overall pick in 2014. And by the way, he's still under contract for next season after this year. For only $20 million, which is an absolute steal in today's NBA. So personally, I'm somewhat relieved that they didn't make a trade or trade away any of their young guys or use their cap space for anybody. Because in reality... They will probably get bounced in the first, maybe the second round of the playoffs if they get that far to begin with. But it isn't about that. Now, there is still a chance as of right now, right when I'm recording this, that Andre Drummond, who was bought out by the Cavs, will sign with the Knicks. So here's the thing, though. Prior to me jumping on here and recording the show, it was reported that he's leaning 
to the Lakers. It was reported that the Celtics are also going after him, but he but they believe that he's leaning towards the uh, Lakers. There was an article in the New York Post that said that the Knicks are no longer interested in Andre Drummond and that they would rather stick with the young guys and not send Mitchell Robinson to the bench because Drummond's going to want to start. So Knicks have the cap space, and this is where it can come in handy. Drummond's still only 27 years old. Now, he wants a title, and he'll be willing to sign with a team like the Lakers on a cheaper one-year deal. And if that's what he wants, then he's not coming to New York. I say he's not coming. I could say he's not going back to New York because he is from Mount Vernon. I don't think the Nets are in play, but who the hell knows with them anymore, right? So what is, if he wants money, more years, possibly, and wants to be part of what seems like something really special, then maybe, maybe he comes to the Knicks. Backtracking a minute to what I was saying about Mitchell Robinson and how the Knicks, against the, I'm, I'm referring with the article, to the article in the New York Post, how they decided they want to stick with Mitchell Robinson, not send him to the bench, not really use their cap space in a bidding type of war with the Lakers or the Celtics. And they're going to roll it out with the young guys they have. But that may have changed because just a couple hours before jumping on on this show, Mitchell Robinson suffered a broken foot in Saturday night's game. So does that change anything? If it does, is there enough time for them to jump back in to the Drummond sweepstakes if that's what they want to do? If their main reasoning for not wanting Drummond or evaluating and assessing and realizing that maybe it's not the right move, if their main reason was because of Mitchell Robinson and not wanting to send him to the bench... And couldn't guarantee Drummond that starting job. Well, that changed. That changed with Robinson's broken foot. Or did it? They have to have somebody. You can't rely on Nerland's Noel all game the rest of the season. So I'm curious. I'm waiting. I will be refreshing my Twitter feed and just a bit to see if anything newsworthy on that front came down. But there's no doubt that injury opens things up. The Knicks, unlike anybody else, could offer him a multi-year deal if they want to. They could offer him more than a league minimum. So this is going to be interesting. I'm, I, I didn't know how I felt about it before this Robinson news, but now I'm all for it. Robinson's going to be out. I'm all for it. Now, will this, will this give them a better chance to make the playoffs or in the playoffs? I just say, no, probably not. But Knicks fans have to realize, and I know they're sick of hearing this, but it isn't about this year. As exciting as they are and better than we have seen them in a long, long time. 
This is something to be really looking out for in the next couple of seasons. Drummond will help the rest of this year. Yes, especially now. I don't think he changes the overall outcome at the end of the season. So exciting times for basketball in New York once again. And I did, I just look back at the Twitter feed. I am not seeing anything as of now as I wrap this up on Andre Drummond. As soon as I hang up or uh, publish the show, I'm sure there will be some news on that situation. Uh, last we have heard is from Woj with the Woj bomb that he is um, that the Lakers are the front runners. But we'll see. That was before the Mitchell Robinson injury. So we'll see what happens there. Either way, like I said, exciting times for basketball in New York once again. And it's great. New York needs basketball. Basketball needs New York. That's for sure. That's all I got for you today. Make sure you are subscribed to this podcast on any podcasting app and follow on Twitter at SportsBeatNY and Rich P Fantasy. We'll talk soon.